Is This a Ghost is sponsored by... Do you hear that? We're sponsored by someone. Really? Someone's like made with, a real bad decision. With money? Uh, well, it's liquid money <laughs> in the sense that we're sponsored by a company that really, they really honed in on, on our whole thing. And they said, hey, we make whiskey. Do you want some of that? And I said, yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, well, that, that's what I was going to be spending the money on anyway. Exactly. So we're just cutting out the middle man, uh, the, paper, yeah. the paper man in the middle. Yeah. We're sponsored now by Pickney Bend Distillery, <laughs> which uh, is so exciting. We So Pickney Bend is, uh, I don't know if you know, Patrick. Pickney Bend is a, it's a distillery in, in New Haven, Missouri, which is a, a very small town in Where rural Missouri. It's rural between, Missouri. It's between you and Herman. It's between you, is you, you a town or is you, oh, me? Oh, between, you, I'm sorry, between and me and you, Herman. Okay. As a human person. There's something between me and Herman, Missouri. Well, it's like you and then there's Washington. You've been to Washington. I have, I, I've, I've passed through. Yeah. And then there's, there's nothing. And then Herman, well, it's uh-huh. not quite true because in between there, there's New Haven. Home of Pinkney Bend Distillery. Home of Pinkney Bend Distillery. <laughs> it's a, it's a very small town in a, it's a, it's, gosh, it's. It's a distillery that's not as small as you would think it would be for being in New Haven, Missouri. Um, they've been just absolutely just blowing up over the last several years, and they make such good, um, I guess, liquor. It, liquor, it, liquor sounds. It's like it's too low rent a word for what they what they mm-hmm. distill over there. I they think make spirits. They make they, spirits. That's right. That's which, right. Which honestly, for this kind of a podcast, kind of the perfect sponsor oh if you God, think of it. It's so good. You're Do right. you want to like reshoot it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pigney Ben makes the best spirits uh, other than what we produce here. Was that? Mm. Okay, we'll take it again. Okay. Pigney Ben makes good spirits, and we do too. Did that? Is that? Mm. Okay, you try. I'll try. Okay, okay. Pinkney Bend, home of spirits you can see. Well, but uh, okay, but uh, and, yeah, uh, I, I see what you're saying. But we okay. also like I, you can see the spirits that we talk about. Like people see them all the time, so that doesn't really work. You want to try it again? But I can't. Uh, yeah, sure. Pinkney Bend, D- spirits you can suck on down. <laughs> well, we did talk about the Ghostbusters episode at one point. So oh. I don't know that. Do you want to one more time? One, take take one more. <clears throat> Pinkney Bend. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, this I, is I, the first and last yeah. episode that we are sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery. So <laughs> while we have uh, their attention, please check them out. They make really fantastic whiskeys. We'll be talking about some of their products. They make whiskey. They make gin. They make vodka. They make all the good stuff. Um, we'll be talking about them uh, in more detail in other episodes. But this is our this is our first little intro. If you want to go check out what Pickney Bend has to offer, you can go to their website. It's pickneybend.com. And I promise you it is not spelled how you think it's spelled. There's a R in there. I don't I even really it's, remember how. Okay, I'm gonna tell you how how do you Patrick, how do you think you spell Pickney? Okay. There's a P. No. Mm. Okay. Okay, that, let me okay, sorry, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, okay. P. Oh, I'm sorry. P. Mm-hmm. I. Yep. C. Okay, so we're gonna stop you right there. So it's P I N C K N E Y. Mm-hmm. Which is um challenging like but it's like too many letters yeah yeah it is it's at least three too many letters but it's really good so if you go to pickneyben.com p-i-n-c-k-n-e-y bend b-e-n-d.com you can check out what they have now they sell uh currently only in the the midwest they're in missouri kansas illinois and nebraska if you are not in those states and you're like i want to try this whiskey or this gin 
or this, you know, you, you get the idea. You can go to your local like liquor store or your local um, bar and say, hey, you should get some Pickney Ben, and that might actually move the needle. That's what they say on their website. They, they mm-hmm. said, like, you could, you, if you ask for it at the bar, that's really helpful. Like, you have the power. You have the power. You, like, mm-hmm. um, like Prince Adam, have the power. It's yours, and you can make this happen. It's very exciting. Pickney Ben, go check it out. We'll do better ads in the future. That's <laughs> yeah, gonna work. <laughs> yeah, there may be maybe some stuff we cut out of that, but I think largely it was it was all good. I'd say almost flawless. I mean, if if they if they want to if they want to copyright spirits, you can suck on down. <laughs> I mean, it's that's that's worth it. Today, I want to tell you the story of the black monk of Ponch of the black monk. The black take monk two. Of, yep, the black monk of Pont. The black uh, take three. The, the black monk of Pont Pontefract. Pontefract. You just want to put it in the chat. <laughs> do you not believe me? Uh, I do want to put it in the chat because I have been, and this is, I've been practicing this literally for four days and it still mm-hmm. will not, it doesn't stick. Um, how would you, how would that, that's Pontefract. Pontefract. Yeah. Pontefract. That's, that, that's as close as you can get. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, it feels like it should be Pontefract or Pontefract. Yeah. I don't know why. But Ponte, Ponte, Pont, Pontefract. Pontefract. It's so stupid. What a stupid word. This is this is about the black monk of Pontefract. Pont, okay. Pontefract. Pontefract. Black monk. We'll get Pontefract. it eventually. Yeah, uh, and like all of our stupidest episodes, this one actually takes place in the United Kingdom. Oh, yeah. This is the first one to take place in the United Kingdom, but um, well, it's I mean, I'm sure stupidest by far already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so the black monk of Pontefract. Is well, and that was a name. This is getting ahead of us a little bit, but that was a name that he came to be known by later. For most of the haunting that we're going to talk about, the family referred to this ghost as Fred. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked all over. So, this I actually, so this is the one where I I did several sources went into this, uh, including a a book from the actual library that I actually checked out from an actual library. Spending your own money on this. Well, libraries are free. Um, that's one of the that's one of the good things about those. No idea. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they're like the internet, but on paper. Interesting. Yeah, sounds complicated. <laughs> it's it's. I don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, I checked out a real book, and so I looked through several sources, and they all, all of them, mentioned that they that the family that we're going to talk about named uh, called the ghost Fred. Not a single one of them mentioned why they called him Fred. <laughs> so I I don't know. The library has no answers. Then we're at a complete loss. Is it like Drop Dead Fred? Is it is it Drop Dead Fred era? I it's no because mm-hmm. that's what 90s, right? Some, yeah, something like that. This yeah. was not actually too far off. This is actually in the 60s. This is in the roaring 60s. Okay, I could never watch Drop Dead Fred. I don't know what it was. That movie just looked like <laughs> it would. It was going to be so. And I think it was like a comedy or something like that. It, it was just, supposed to be. Yeah, it looked. It just looked really Who scary from the promos. Uh. It's not Brendan Fraser. I don't know why I want to say Brendan Fraser, but it was no. not. And, and you, you don't want to get it confused with with, uh, with Little Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Came, 
Oh, yeah, Little Monsters. Yeah. Oh, Little Monsters. Yeah. Is, yeah, same, that's it's Fred like same Savage. vintage. That's Fred's yeah, and Howie Mandel. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's in Drop Dead Fred? Oh, no, yeah. We'll pick that up later. No, we're going to look right now. <laughs> we're going to look on IMDb. <laughs> gonna... uh, Phoebe Cates is in Drop Dead. She's not Fred. Mm-hmm. Phoebe well, Cates, yeah, huh? good for her. Um, And then Fred. <laughs> some Someone named Rick R.I.K. <laughs> Rick Mayall? Hmm. So, I don't know why that looked scary to me when I was a kid. Oh, I, Carrie Fisher's in it, anyway. But it's not that guy. What else? He was also in a whole bunch of things I've never heard of before. He's probably British. That's probably what it was. Pro- oh, yeah, he's probably. he's got to be British. Yeah, look at those eyes. He's got like Marty Feldman eyes, but not the talent. You know? Yeah, he is British. Oh, Essex. Yeah, UK, which is a nice tie-in for this because again, this is in the UK. So yeah, he has hair like back. a like an Adam Sandler villain. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? Ghosts? No, I don't, I don't think that's no. right. Monks. Oh yeah, the black monk of Pont- yeah, Fred. <laughs> damn, P- Pontefract. Pontefract. Okay, <laughs> so this story takes place in 1960. Well, it begins, I should say, in 1966, mm-hmm. in uh, in West Yorkshire. Okay, like which the is, pudding. I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. the the west the the left hand side of the pudding. The left. What? No. Yeah, if you're if your pudding is facing north, as all puddings should, then your the west is going to be on the left side of the pudding. You don't eat your put. I'm sorry. Hold on. You don't eat your pudding facing south, do you? I I literally slob. I take I take the, I take the little foil off and I squeeze a snack pack into my mouth, and that is how I eat my pudding. So I don't really know. I don't think that is any sort of pudding. I don't have time for any of that. <laughs> so. Okay, so in in the United Kingdom somewhere there is a place called <laughs> West Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. It might be Yorkshire, just the west side of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Yorkshire is. It might be a county. It might be I. I've, I, the more we, the deeper we go into this podcast, the more mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the American school system has failed <laughs> all of us. Somewhere in West Yorkshire, whatever that is, in the United Kingdom, whatever that is, there's, there's a, a place called Pont, Pontefract. Mm-hmm. And within Pontefract, there is a street called East Drive. And in 1966, it's just called East Drive. East Drive. Like they ran out of names. They're like East. Uh, just, this one's just east. I this don't is know. I, it goes east. Yeah, it goes one yeah. direction. It's east. <laughs> was well, like Chicago, where there's like western and north, mm-hmm. and so you could get directions. That's like go south on north and then turn east on western. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, someone's playing a very cruel trick. What are we talking about? Uh, pudding. <laughs> oh yeah. So in 1966, yeah. uh, there's pudding, and then the Pritchard, this family called the Pritchard family moves into uh, this house at 30 East Drive in Pontefract in Yorkshire. The family is four people, Joe and his wife, Jean. Those are the, the, the parents. And then they have two children. At this point, Philip is 15 years old and Diane is 12 years old. Don't be thrown off by the name Diane. It does seem like a 50-year-old's name, but in this case, it's a 12-year-old's name. She should be 50 now. She would be, she is, Ish. I think, just like a few years older than my dad right now. Okay. So, a little, a little, yeah. a little older. It's, uh, it's, it's somewhere around Still there. kicking. Still kicking. Okay. So, 1966, the Roaring Sixties, as they call them, the they so the family moves into this house. 
<clears throat> and it's great, and they love it. Now, the uh, the famous August bank holiday comes around, which I'm sure you are very familiar with. You probably take the uh, August like bank the, holiday. Like the whole, all of August? <laughs> no, actually, it's so funny. So there's something called the August bank holiday, which I guess maybe is, it, it must be a thing in Britain, but um, in this particular year, it fell in September. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Oh, it's the fifth Saturday in August. There's no yes, five Saturdays in August, you fucking clod. <laughs> <laughs> so they take so they take the, the the holiday. They go. The family goes to Devon, mm-hmm. which is a plate. I, you know, I don't know. It sounds not very good though because they go to Devon, but Philip, the uh, the fifteen year old, is like, ah, I'm not going to that. <laughs> like you guys go. Yeah. I'm cool here. <laughs> And uh, so the parents are like, okay, we're going to take Diane. We're going to go to Devin. You, Philip, you can stay with Grandma. Grandma will come over. Jean's mm-hmm. mother. She comes over. Sarah Scholes is her name. And she comes to stay with Philip in the house. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, so he doesn't have, like, big party. Like, we've all been 15-year-old boys. I guess not all of us. But half of us have been 15-year-old <laughs> boys at some point. Approximately and, 15% of us have been, yeah. yeah. And so, like, your or parents go away. <clears throat> yeah. Your parents go away to some fucking craft village with your little sister. And you're like, oh, finally, I'm gonna have all of my little, you know, British friends over. You know, Hello. chippy. Hello, Hello chips. Oh, no chips. <laughs> but instead, grandma comes walking, in and you're like, fuck. This is a this is a move that started off trying to be like, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead, mm-hmm. and then it was like, ended up being Mrs. Doubtfire instead. And that's a bummer. How? In the sense okay, that there's an adult in the sh- in the show. I don't. How long did you watch Mrs. Doubtfire? You know, there's the first a bit, ten there's minutes. A, there's, a big <laughs> twi- there's a big twist at the end. I'll there let is. You know that much. Yeah. <laughs> so Philip's uh, at home with Grandma Sarah, and on September first, nineteen sixty-six, again during the August bank holiday of September first, the ghost arrives. I'm just looking to see if you like. Okay. You don't look scared or anything. So I. No, I, I mean it. Okay. All right. I mean, is I mean, is he like? bring in luggage see knock on the door i mean what, what do you mean he, he, he arrives he does knock on some doors so he arrives and there's a massive wind that just slams through the house mm-hmm. okay, so it's just philip and sarah and grandma sarah um hanging out doing the things that grand grandparents mm-hmm. and their grandchildren do in 1966 which i my god it's so boring but they're doing their boring stuff and I'm, just a huge wind goes through the house it slams doors mm-hmm. everywhere all through the house um and that was very surprising to them because they that the the exterior doors were closed, but a wind blows through and like slams the interior door shut, which is strange. Mm-hmm. And it becomes suddenly very cold, which is another motif that we're picking up a lot on in this podcast. Right. Ghosts, I guess, yeah. they don't like they don't like the heat. But like, so so the ghost appears out of nowhere, like blowing in with the wind, like Mary Poppins coming in. <laughs> I mean, this is like a very like this Disney is actually way for the, the ghost to arrive for the story of Mary Poppins. Yes. <laughs> so we're all going to learn lessons here. <laughs> we're going to jump into some paintings. Exactly. The best part. It's the best part. <clears throat> well, in this version, it's horrifying. <laughs> 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 so this happens. Um, and so, you know, Grandma Sarah is like, I'm pretty chilly. Oh, I'm chilly. <laughs> She's chilly. And so Philip's like, well, I'll get you a cup of tea because I am a British boy and that's what I will do for yeah, you. Yeah, and it's been 10 minutes and so yeah. you haven't had your tea. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. tea. So he goes to get the tea. Uh, when he brings it into the living room, he notices something really strange, which is the living room is literally raining ashes. 
Okay, so he walks into the room, Ugh. and there are ashes or dust, but they, it's like bigger dust flakes, which to me feels like ashes, um, like sprinkling down from above. Okay, just and and like yeah, things just are being from nowhere. Yeah, and things are being like the furniture is being covered by ashes. So it's not just like an apparition. It's like these are ashes that are covering our furniture. Um, okay. And covering Grandma Sarah. <laughs> she's sitting there. It's like Grandma asleep on the couch, and you're like, what, uh-huh. did she do this exactly? Um, and the really weird, I, it's weird on its own. I don't want to. I don't want to discount the weirdness of that happening. But yeah. the uh, the more weird thing, the weirder thing, is that it's not like it's like coming down from the ceiling, as they describe it. It's actually like it's okay. So picture like a plane cutting across mm-hmm. horizontally across the room at shoulder mm-hmm. height. Mm-hmm. That is where the ashes are falling from. So if you Just stood appearing. up, you could put your head through the ashes, and a, where like, your head is, no ashes. Mm-hmm. But like that is wild shoulders okay. down, ashes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like some sort of portal has opened up. Yeah. And yeah. ashes. Yeah. Like a very okay. Yeah. Which to me, like, if that happens in my house, I'm. Burning that house to the ground. Oh, obviously, yeah. I yeah. mean, that I'm, is all it takes for me. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm, if Grandma's lucky, I'm dragging her out first. But maybe like, I don't the know, house but is not going to make it. Yeah, no, the house is priority for sure. Burning it to the ground is is number one. They don't see it that way, so they this this keeps happening. They're British man. They're British dude. <laughs> That's true. Stiff upper lip. Yeah, you know, exactly. The house is haunted, but you know, she's got good bones. <laughs> Great view of the puddles in the gutter. <laughs> The wild, the, the like, <laughs> this is all wild shit. But the 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 wildest part about this, apparently, it keeps happening. For like, they just let it happen. Like, they don't know what to do about it, but they don't they don't leave, and it just keeps happening. For as far as I can tell, for literally for hours, and they're like, "This is so weird. Like, we don't know what is happening," but they just stay there and like stare at it. <laughs> like, and I, you know, I don't think that's the move I would do. I again. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm I'm committing arson. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- they just kind of watch this happen, and they're very confused. And then after a while, they start to notice an additional thing that's happening that's weird, which is that puddles of water are appearing on the floor in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you know, Grandma Sarah is like, "Well, there's a leak somewhere, right?" So she's like checking like the sinks and checking like the plumbing. Yeah, just oh, you know, conventional places for water to appear after a cloud of ash <laughs> has appeared in the living room. Yeah, you know, like, okay. hold on. I, I know there's yeah. ash coming, like, from shoulder height yeah. here, but hold on a second. I think we might yeah. have a plumbing issue. Yeah. I know the devil himself is seated in our <laughs> living room right now. But can we put a but, pin in that? Because yeah. I think we need to call a plumber. So she's looking at all the plumbing. And there's, like, no pipes are leaking, nothing obvious. Sure. She calls her other daughter, um, mm. Marie Kelly. Kelly's the last name. It took me a long time. I thought her name was Marie Kelly something. It's mm. not. That's not important to this, but I want you. I want to save you the time of yep. wondering if yep. your name is I Marie Kelly. I want you Kelly. to know what I struggle with in this story. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <clears throat> so she calls her daughter Marie, and Marie lives across the road, basically. And uh, Marie comes over, and she helps Sarah. They start mopping up the water. Mm-hmm. As they mop it up, though, it's it, it, re- it returns. So mm-hmm. they, like, will mop up a, a spot of water, and they move the mop, and it, like, Floods back in. Yeah. Same and Marie's like, man, where's all this water coming from? And the grandma's <laughs> like, you should see the living room. Wait, no, don't look at the don't living room. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's two very strange things happening right now. And 
Um, and they're trying to deal with one of them. And I maybe it makes sense. Like if if you see if you see ashes floating from halfway up the ceiling, you're like, my brain can't process this. Yeah. If you see water puddles on the ground, you can think mm. this is something I can control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This to me that makes some sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Except they can't control it because they they mop it up and it it, it returns. It gets so like they and so they go crazy trying to find like figure out what's going on here. So much so they start lifting up the linoleum in the kitchen on the floor. <laughs> so now someone seems a little possessed at this point. Yeah, I, I, I mean, <laughs> well, the alternative is to go back into the living room where there's ashes raining. <laughs> so like let's or really outside. dig in and I figure mean, out this. I'm just saying, outside always an option here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it is it is England, so it's raining Outside's at this point great. i'm yeah. sure yeah it's I'm like sure it's, foggy Ugh. yeah Ugh. it's gross. gross it's raining it's gotta, september so it's probably about, a jumper if you go out there yeah. that's what they mm-hmm. call things i think probably about 43 degrees outside <laughs> and what are you gonna what are you gonna like go across the street and eat some some beans and a in a in a tube of meat i don't think yeah. so yeah also like, how, how can they tell the difference between oh the kitchen is wet and oh it's England. Everything's wet. <laughs> the bedroom also is wet, but that's normal. That's normal England wet. This is yeah. different. Yeah. This chicken also wet, <laughs> but but in a normal way. Yeah. <laughs> so they lift up the linoleum. There's no and there's no there's no water seepage. Like they cannot find it. So finally mm-hmm. they call a plumber. Now I would have called a plumber before ripping up the linoleum. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess it is someone else's house. Like none, neither of them live here. They're like, let's tear up the So I guess if I were staying at your house and that happened, I would feel more comfortable pulling up mm-hmm. your floor. Right. Yeah. And that's just something that's, that's baked into our friendship. You just have to mm-hmm. know that if I come over to your house and I see leaks, I'm going to pull up your floor. <laughs> Noted. <clears throat> okay. I call a plumber. He comes over, he checks it out. He can't find a leak, but he figures out he quote unquote figures out the problem. He says, all know what this is condensation <laughs> and they're like you gotta be fucking kidding me yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like nope condensation you know <laughs> does he have like a little song that it's goes England. with it too yeah like he's a bunch got of like a, he's show got up little, at the same got, time well he's got like a, a drum on his back and some cymbals on his feet and uh like a horn at his neck yeah and he does a little song and dance <laughs> So he tells them it's condensation, and they're like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> this is so stupid. I am not paying you two and a half pounds <laughs> to tell me this is condensation. Right. So he leaves, and they still, like, they're freaking out because there's still ashes falling yeah. in the living room. It's crazy. But by late afternoon of that day, so several hours mm-hmm. later, um, the ashes stop falling, and the water goodness. evaporates. Oh, everything's there you gone. go. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah, everything's back to normal. Normal so Thursday. It sure. was condensation. Mm-hmm. It was condensation and, <laughs> and you know the ashes of death in the uh, living yeah. room. So yeah, moving on. So, Grandma Sarah and Philip they sit down to have dinner, and uh, that goes well. No one dies, <laughs> which is great. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Let's watch some TV." So they sit down to watch TV, and as they're watching TV, suddenly things all over the house. I mean, all over the house start to come to life. Oh, here and and here's where we get into one of the um, the motifs of this particular ghost. Mm-hmm. This ghost will learn really likes to like pick things up and throw them around. 
Okay. So they're sitting in the living room. Suddenly, there's a tea dispenser, which I don't know what a tea dispenser is. But, like, like again, all the sources that I read were like, you know, a tea dispenser. <laughs> like, these are all like British a people. teapot? Does, is there, I don't I think being... so because be, – I don't think so. Maybe, but I don't think so. The way they talked about it didn't seem like that, but I, I, mm-hmm. who, I don't know. Is it know. like, like a, real a vending machine? Barrier. Yeah, clearly, yeah. yeah. If it to me, it seemed like a vending machine. That was okay, like, but I don't. I don't think that's right either. But it seems. I don't, who knows? Anyway, yeah. tea dispenser starts going crazy, working on its own, um, mm-hmm. dumping tea into the sink. Yeah, just dispensing things all dispensing over the place. Dispensing tea yeah. left and right like a crazy person. The hall light goes on and off and on. Like it's just like someone's like flipping the switch um, mm-hmm. for a long time. There's a potted plant that flies through the air and smashes against the stairs. Breaks okay. into a million pieces, and the plant is just there dying, I guess, on the stairs right. now. Um, plates and cups start shaking in the cupboard. Some of them break. It, like, vibrates mm. so hard, they break. Like, just shit all over the house is just, like, moving. Right. Inanimate objects all over the house are moving mm. now. <clears throat> and so that freaks them out, because <laughs> that's not yep. normal. And then, from upstairs, there's a v- there are very loud, like, very loud hammering noises. It's like a hammer pounding on the walls. Okay. Okay. I mean, do they do like the like the British thing and just like turn the TV up a few clicks? And be like, <laughs> this is all fine. Oh, let's watch more Poirot. Yeah. Turn it up. So this happens, and they go around, and they're like, hey, their their first thought, God love them, is well, maybe the neighbors are doing construction, like maybe. <laughs> Maybe like someone's like having their house, I don't know, exploded. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that's making all our stuff shake. So they go to their yep. neighbors and they ask them, are you doing construction? And none of them are, of course. And also it's, you know, it's post dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like eight at night. I'm sorry. Are you doing some sort of construction that would pick up the potted plants in my house and oh, bash yeah, them against the yeah, wall? Well, yeah, but, oh, uh, yes, I am. Yeah, yes, I am, the, actually. Uh, the big thing, we blow up stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously no- New York gangster <laughs> from Yorkshire, yeah. England. Yeah, exactly. So none of them obviously are doing any construction. And so then um, so that makes it weird for for, for Sarah and Philip. Um, but the sound's quiet down, and then it's there's nothing. Yeah. And again, it stops. And so just like any normal rational people would mm-hmm. do, they say, All right, time for bed. <laughs> <laughs> um so they go to bed. They get, or they get, I should say, they get ready for bed mm-hmm. because they've decided to sleep in this house where ashes have fallen halfway up the ceiling and Gosh. puddles have appeared. And, and I, if any of this shit happened to me, I'd mm-hmm. be in a hotel. Like I would gather my children. I would oh say, yeah, Aaron, we're not staying here tonight or maybe yeah. ever again for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, if, if this, yeah, if this shit happened like three doors down from me, I'd be like, you know what? I think it's time to sell my house. <laughs> yeah. And well, maybe burn it to the ground. And one of the things we'll find about this ghost. So this is something that you should maybe know in advance too. Bit of a spoiler, but um, so this is one. This ends up being a ghost that, again, according to every source I've read on it, um, they've all referred to it as one of the most violent and um, and uh, I don't know, problematic, like horrific ghosts ever actually recorded. Hmm. Okay. So it gets worse for me. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, and I just think like I don't need it to get worse. Like this is this is when I leave. This is when I go to Motel Six <laughs> and I put my head on a gross bed bug pillow because that's preferable. Yeah. yeah. To uh, to ashes. Yeah. yeah. Like if yeah if if he's gonna do like 
you know, really awful stuff, he's going to be doing it to like Egon and Spangler. It's yeah. not going to be to me. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's going to get jerked off in there, and it's not mm-hmm. going to be me. <laughs> yeah. So they get ready for bed because they make terrible decisions, and Philip goes into his room, and there's a wardrobe in there where he keeps some clothes. Mm-hmm. And it starts rocking from side to side as if there's like a person, an invisible person, like shaking it to try to like wiggle it across the room, like walk it across Mm -hmm. the room. Like if you were trying to move a heavy wardrobe across the room, you would rock it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's what starts happening. And he's like, fuck this. I cannot. (laughs) I'm not staying. I'm sorry, Grandma. Yes. So at this point, finally, they're like, okay, no. Uh, so they leave the house. They go to Marie's house across the street, the other daughter, um, mm-hmm. Philip's aunt. They go to her house, right? Can we stay here? And she's like, of course. Um, now to their credit, like they try, they do seem like they realize this is a problem, which I don't mm-hmm. think is something that we see all the time in these stories. Uh, doesn't these seem folks- like something we can exploit. So, <laughs> right. But, um, but these folks are like, we, we should call the police. Now they call the police sure. The police come out. They mm-hmm. look at the house, but they're like, "I, uh, look, yeah, the, I, like y'all got I drunk and smashed the plant." Right. I don't tell you. Yeah, <clears throat> they find no illegal activity happening here, right? Mm-hmm. And like they, you know, they, and the the ashes have stopped falling and the stuff. So mm-hmm. they're just like, "I look, man. I don't know what to tell you, but I don't think we're the right. I don't think there's nothing here for us." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they leave. And uh, and Sarah's really disappointed by that, but luckily, Marie has a husband named Vic. Mm-hmm. Vic Kelly says, "You know, Sarah, I have this friend. He's really into ghosts. <laughs> he could come check it out for us. He could tell okay. us if maybe this is a ghost because it's the first time that someone has brought up ghosts. Like until now, they're all thinking like, I don't know, this is a weird thing. Even though, again, ashes have been raining on the living room for an hour from halfway up the wall. I don't. Whatever. This is the first point. He's like, it could be a ghost. I have a friend who's really into this stuff. Mm -hmm. He could come over and check it out if you you want that. Mm -hmm. It's like if someone, I really, it's like if someone was like, hey, I think you might be haunted. I know this guy, Patrick. He's on this podcast about ghosts. He wanted to come over and tell you there's a ghost. (laughs) um but they're like sure yeah call him up uh Mm -hmm. so it's pretty late at night it's like i don't know like 10 o'clock ish at this point but um like can you imagine like if if one of your neighbors like 10 o'clock at night was like hey you have that podcast right and you're like i'm in bed what the fuck man yeah uh i need to check something at the house like a plant just like flew across the room so can you come look at it what would your response be would it be oh yeah i would say i think that maybe you and i have different takes on this because if someone called me and was like i think i have a ghost and i think you're the expert i would be like i'll be right there <laughs> i am the expert <laughs> let me say goodbye to my wife and children yep. and i will be there to tell you this it's a ghost i would feel pretty good actually if someone's like i, I, I would say you listen to my podcast oh my god <laughs> you were the missing one we knew everyone you were the one that i didn't know i'll be right there yeah <laughs> would you not go Oh hell no! I wouldn't. I don't think I'd pick up the phone. I probably would. Oh, that's true. It would be on. It would be on Do Not Disturb. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is 1966. So they don't have the luxury of uh, of you know Tim Cook giving us mm-hmm. the ability to tell them to please fuck off until I wake up. So they call him up, and uh, he turns out he's awake, and he is 
very excited to come yeah. and okay. put his skills to work. This, this is sounding pretty familiar now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he comes over. And uh, by the way, his name, the only, <laughs> the only name I've been able to find for him is I think his last name. It's O'Donald. O'Donald? Not O'Donnell. O'Donald. <laughs> oh. Fair enough. Um, so, uh, whatever. So O'Donald comes over. It's hard to say. O- O'Donald. The, now, this is the last name, right? I assume so. I like can't that's imagine all given a human yeah. person in the existence of, of the planet Earth giving their child the first name <laughs> O'Donald. Uh, but God, that would be cool. He comes over. He's super excited. And uh, and they check out the house. They He's there apparently for a couple of hours. So he's there mm-hmm. until probably around midnight or so. And they're investigating, and he's doing his his ghost tricks. I don't, you know, yeah. God, who knows? And nothing happens. Like, there's no activity. Mm-hmm. So he's like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's nothing. So they're like, well, we'll call it a night. So they're walking him to the door, but as they get to the door, there's a loud crash from the living room. And so O'Donnell is very excited. <laughs> he yeah. runs back to the room, um, and a bunch of photographs of the family have been knocked to the floor. Okay, they were hanging wow. on the walls. Now they're on the mm-hmm. floor, including the Pritchards, um, the the wedding portrait of Joe and, and Jean Pritchard is knocked to the floor, and it's been slashed into pieces. Oh, oh my gosh! Okay, and I, I, if I'm if I understand the story correctly, <laughs> um, as they were before this happened, as they were walking through the house and talking to O'Donnell, he was like explaining to them like all the different things that ghosts could do. One mm-hmm. of the things that he had mentioned was that sometimes we know that ghosts um, will slash paintings or slash photos like mm-hmm. to show their displeasure of people. Right. Uh, and so he sees this. He's like, I fucking told you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that sometimes ghosts go down to the corner market and pick up ice cream and bring it back to me? <laughs> Did you know that? Anyway. Do you think that might happen tonight? I don't know. I'll just sit here on the <laughs> stairs waiting, I if guess. ice cream appears, we'll know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> So, but so this is so photos on the ground, the slash, all this is happening. And so he's like, Oh, I think you have a ghost. <laughs> this proves it. This proves <laughs> it. The next day, September 2nd, again, August bank holiday, September mm-hmm. 2nd, uh, Sarah and Philip, they get the courage to go back to the house. They're like, We're going to go back. It's going to be great. Now, there's no sign of any, any issues when they go back to the house. There's no ghost activity. Um, not for like a few days, actually. So they go back and everything's fine. Mm-hmm. They think grandma's lying. She was off her medicine or took too much medicine or something, you know. Yeah. She bashed a bunch of, bashed a bunch of potted plants and tore my wedding <laughs> When clothes. no one was looking. She, ne- she yeah. never liked my husband anyway. So <laughs> And this is, uh, yeah, she's mm-hmm. really acting out and that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. got to support, support the, uh, the elder, support the greatest generation. Mm-hmm. So the Pritchards come back. Joe and Jean, they come back and uh, with uh, with little Diane. They come back from the holiday. Nothing else has happened. They come home, and uh, Sarah kind of fills them in. She's like, "Hey, just so you know, <laughs> there was like a real yep. wild twenty four hours there yep. where um, we almost burned your house down, but everything seems pretty cool." And they're like, "This is great," and uh, there's no more hunting for two years. Oh, well, it's not so bad. I mean, you could sell the house in that time. You could. You could. I would have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Pritchard does not. And so the next two years were very quiet. But 
in August of 1968, almost exactly two years later, mm-hmm. shit gets a little weird again. And do they leave town again this time? This is one of these things where every time they leave town, the ghost shows up. No. Um, it looks a lot like a party that my son would have had in the fucking house. <laughs> oh, my house. God. This is a great theory. <laughs> and who broke my lamp? Also oh, the ghost. Oh, the ghost, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Well, early who put this cake cans? in the middle of the living room? Probably the ghost. <laughs> Why is there vomit on the walls? Definitely the ghost. Uh-huh. That looks like ectoplasm to me and maybe Cheez-Its. So probably a ghost. A ghost that really knows how to party. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, this time they actually did not leave there. This this uh, this August bank holiday, they've decided to spend it redecorating the house. Hmm. So they're redoing everything: new wallpaper, new furniture, mm-hmm. like a uh, new carpeting. Like mm-hmm. finally put that tail. wardrobe back in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's been Boy, it's been two yeah. years. It's time. It's time to put it back in the corner. They're redecorating, and um, what uh, there's I some day in August. Um, they start noticing strange things again. Suddenly, bed quilts are found at the bottom of the stairs, as if someone had ripped them off and thrown them down the stairs. Um, they find so, more. So my house is like all the time. <laughs> well, like, literally, their children are not. You know, <laughs> eight and why were we kids? Rambunctious. Four and they're small. They're, they're all over I, the what, place. <laughs> they're everywhere. What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, their children are older. So Diane now at this point, Diane's a younger one. She is now 14. Philip is now 17. So they're like, actually, no, that's still prime. That's still prime, like quilt throwing down the stairs age, I think. (laughs) But they find a lot of quilts. Uh, they find a lot of potted plants, again, smashed in weird places. They'll just come Mm -hmm. up, they'll be walking through the house and be like, Mm -hmm. hey, what the fuck is this? Yeah. That doesn't feel like child behavior. So this, like, again, things around the house are moving. On their own mm-hmm. and breaking and stuff. And Grandma Sarah, she is over. You know, she spends a lot of time there. She sees these things. And at one point, she just, like, apparently sits on the couch and just starts to cry. <laughs> because <laughs> she's, she knows what this is. Yeah. She probably blocked it out for the last couple of years. Yeah. Like, no, that was just some crazy hallucination. Can I didn't drink enough water that day. Yeah. You know. But no, two years. And two full years go by. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, it starts happening again. So she just starts to cry, which is so sad. And so the haunting starts back up and it's going to continue for the next nine months. Oh yeah. The Pritchards are about to experience some of the most intense hauntings ever recorded. Hmm. Okay. So, so far it's been, it's all been good, clean fun. Yeah. Uh, From here on out, there's also a lot of good, clean fun, but it, it does, it gets, it gets pretty severe. And again, this is 1966. This is not one of our 1800s hauntings. This is, um, this is, this is pretty recent. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of evidence of all these things happening and, you know, contemporary articles and things. Um, it gets, it gets pretty bad mm-hmm. for nine months. The night that the ghost returns the night that they are like, ah, there's quilts at the bottom of the stairs and you know, mm-hmm. plants smashed. There's a storm. Jean can't sleep. So she goes to get a cup of tea. tea. I mean, tea. <laughs> it's, it's uh, so yeah. British. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is a call and response show now. So she goes downstairs to get some tea and uh, she goes down and the temperature is freezing cold. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously there's a ghost. In the house. Yeah. She goes to check the thermostat, and as she's looking at it, suddenly a paintbrush and paintbrush, because, again, they're, they're redecorating the whole house. Mm-hmm. A paintbrush and a paint bucket 
um, lift themselves up into the air as if by invisible hands. And it's as if someone hurls them at the wall, like inches from her head. So this bucket of paint smashes against the wall very mm. close to her head. The paintbrush hits it too. And mm. she's fucking losing her mind, right? Yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, and a roll of wallpaper starts unrolling itself and like waving around like a snake um, in the middle of the room. <laughs> and a carpet sweeper, which is a mm. thing. That is from the 60s and 70s for sure. Like a vacuum? It's not uh, a vacuum. It's like you, uh, my grandparents had one. It's like a, it's like a box with a handle. It kind of looks mm. like a, it looks sort of like an early vacuum, but it's mm. not powered. It's just like you push oh, it across like, the carpet and it like. Like a movie theater. In movie theater. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, they yeah. don't do shit. Yeah, they, yeah, don't do exactly. they, they pick don't... up like two popcorn kernels yeah. and then you they got don't do shit yeah. and in fact this one apparently was decorative which um <laughs> probably i have to assume like that's they the nice one we don't use that one that's yeah <laughs> i think they must have bought it not not thinking it would be decorative and then they tried it mm. once they're like well this is this is garbage so now it's, yeah. it's bollocks that's what yeah. it is yeah it's bollocks so the carpet sweeper um it raises up into the air as if someone's holding the handle like mm -hmm. raising it up mm -hmm. and it swings at her it takes a swing and she ducks and apparently like just misses her like if she had not ducked it would have like clocked right in the face so she's losing her shit mm -hmm. right now and she screams she runs to the bedroom um her screaming wakes up the whole house of course obviously and the family all like you know runs out into the landing, and they are watching as what um, what one of the books called a quote psychic storm tears through the house, okay? <laughs> and basically what this is just things being picked up and hurled in every direction. Mm -hmm. So it's just like picking up you know more potted plants. They must have yeah. gone through so many potted plants. <laughs> I mean, at some point you're just like you know it, it, we're just not plant people. No more. You no, know, no. It's just, you know. <laughs> no, no more for us. So it's smashing plants in the wall. It's picking up you know, glasses and throwing them around. It's like anything mm -hmm. in its way, it's picking yeah. up and hurling across the room and it makes its way into Diane's room. Um, it rips a, let's see. Okay. I have this written down because it, I don't, this is a new word for me. It rips a, a wooden pelmet from the curtains. Pelmet? A wooden pelmet. Like helmet with a P. Yes, Exactly. Wooden pelmet. Okay. I googled this because I was like, "What the fuck is a pelmet?" Um, and a pelmet is a thing. It goes across the top of curtains mm -hmm. to like hide them. So I, I think we have a different name for it here because I a lot of valence. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's one. It's that, but it's like a heavy wooden. Where that word come from? Yeah. Okay. I would have thought that valence would have been the uh, the British version, but apparently, <laughs> apparently pelmet. Yeah. I, I, the British were like, no, no, no. We have a much more British term <laughs> for it than that. <laughs> So this this invisible entity like rips the pelmet off from the curtains and um, throws it through the window out into the garden. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's mad. I don't. Know, it's yeah. it's it's behaving. Clear, yeah. It's behaving yeah. badly. Yeah. <laughs> and this is in Diane's room. And what we'll see now is the ghost from here on out seems very intent on on haunting Diane. Almost mm. all of its activities from here on out mm. focus on Diane. Like it happens when Diane's home. Mm. Um, it almost is complete is almost completely dormant when she's not home. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's one one of the books that I read, the one from the the book from the library, because I do real research. 
suggested that perhaps like there, it was an interesting connection that they made between the fact that from here on out it's all about Diane, but in the first version of the haunting, it was maybe about Philip, mm-hmm. who's right? about the same was, age, you know, exactly. 15, so it's yeah. yeah, so there may be something there that doesn't matter because <laughs> care, but um, from here on out it's about Diane, and again she's I think she's still alive today, and um, we'll hear about her trauma later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this happens in her room. The, the pelmet comes off and goes out in the garden. So Joe, the dad, he does what, he does what, uh, anyone would do. He does what Move. I think you would do. No. Well, okay. Yep. Not what, what anyone do. He does what, um, <laughs> what some people would do. <laughs> he goes in his daughter's room and he sees this, yeah, he sees things happening, right? This is yep. a visible thing, throwing mm-hmm. shit around the room. Mm-hmm. So he closes the door. <laughs> he says, <laughs> Which you know makes a yeah. lot of sense. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that's a step I would take. Yeah. So, why he, not? Wait, so he, he's not closing himself in there, right? No, he's, he's like closing the, the, the ghost hallway, into like, the room, and that's the end of that room. And yeah, so we're never going back in there again. <laughs> this room is closed. We're gonna nail it up in the morning. <laughs> uh, after he does it, they still hear things slamming around mm-hmm. the room and then slamming into the door. The door's like shaking, like something inside the room is slamming into the door. Yeah. There are no people inside the room, right? <clears throat> right. But the door is like shaking and something slamming. But finally, eventually it goes quiet. So they do not open the door. <laughs> yes. Just good. And they all go to sleep because it's, you know, it's late at night. They, 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 look, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like her, her sister lives across the way. And they're, they're just gonna be like, look, the ghost clearly is stuck in Diane's room. It's too, <laughs> he's it's he's too not getting out of there. Yeah, it's too stupid to open a doorknob, so I think we're <laughs> yeah. safe in here. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. Well, they never saw Jurassic. This is pre-Jurassic Park, so they didn't know that sometimes things can open doors that you wouldn't expect. Mm. No, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I, again, I would be <laughs> setting fire to every corner of the house. But, um, but it's late at night, and they're tired. The kids are tired. You know, I don't know. So they all, you got to work in the morning. So I, yeah, yeah, you got to get up early. Do shit right now. That's yeah. right. So they go to sleep. The kids sleep in the parents' room. They all like cram into their little bed. Mm-hmm. Um, they all sleep there, and uh, and no one dies. That's really good. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so this continues for a long time, <laughs> and a lot of the ha- like, there's so much. Like a lot of the haunting is the ghost just throwing things around the house, mm-hmm. right? Um, and like flipping lights on and off. That continues. All the plants get smashed at some point, you know. Um, one of the common things that the ghost would do is, like, when Diane would come home from school, there would be loud mm-hmm. knocking sounds on the walls. And they were so loud that, like, the neighbors in every direction mm-hmm. and across the street would be like, hey, can you guys keep it down? And they are like, this is not <laughs> us. It's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so it was uh, experienced by the neighbors as well. Um, after a few weeks, they're like, this sucks <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. so they invite a local reverend a local um mm-hmm. local you know christian i think i think catholic uh reverend reverend no i mean is is catholic is o'donnell not available like is he <laughs> is he is he afraid like, 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 big guns yeah o'donnell's like i told you it was a ghost that's all i can do here like i can't fix your ghost but i can yeah. tell you it is a ghost is that helpful <laughs> i i don't know as he's like ducking a potted plant. Yep, definitely a ghost. Yep, yep, I will bye. see you all never again. <laughs> and then there's a cloud of dust and he's gone. They call a local reverend, Reverend Davy is his name. 
Yeah, I don't know. Get Davey over here. Who fixes? <laughs> and they want Reverend Davey to perform an exorcism. I mean, at that point, yeah, you're you're. What what are your other options besides yeah. burning the house down and moving to the states? Yeah, so. this feels like a very good actually uh, a decision on their part. Mm-hmm. But Reverend Davey doesn't want to do it. Um, it sounds scary. I mean, he's fucking. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the movie? Yeah. It's fucking yeah. terrifying. <laughs> He doesn't want to do it for lots of reasons. One of them is like it's weird and terrifying. Mm-hmm. One of them also is that at this point, I think still, you have to have a um, an actual like body of evidence that's approved by a bishop. So like a bishop has to give you dispensation to um, to to perform an exorcism. Mm-hmm. A bishop has to say like this is a malevolent spirit. Yes, sure, yeah, yeah. you get in there. The mm-hmm. reason this is actually, and this is still interesting, because again, I think this is still the case today. In 1966, this is so, this is the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. So in 1966, in Switzerland, there was um, a priest who did an exorcism on a young girl, and it went badly. Uh, the girl died during the ceremony. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't. I didn't research this further because I did not want to know what exactly. But like. The priest trying to expel the demon mm-hmm. uh, ended up killing this girl um, by the things he was doing. Okay. Um, and so the church was like, that's not a good look. <laughs> and, and so then they instituted this rule. It's like, okay, you can do exorcisms, but mm. uh, we have to be pretty sure that mm. there's, yeah. a, there's a demon here. And uh, we're going to have a bishop sign off on that. Yeah, your boss has got to come and sign off on all this kind of stuff. No no freebies yeah. anymore. Right. So Reverend Davies there. He doesn't want to do an exorcism. It's not been approved. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, oh, mm-hmm. we can't do it. And he, you know, he's also like he's like, I I this you know, ghosts aren't real. Like there's a there's a natural explanation. He's like, I don't necessarily yeah. know what it is, but like let's talk mm-hmm. about it. Let's figure it out. Sure. And so he's mansplaining to them, basically. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and as he's doing that, the knocking starts up again. Mm-hmm. And then a brass candlestick on the, uh, like, right, like, it gets knocked off the um, the mantle of the fireplace. There's a pair of brass candlesticks. One of them gets, like, swiped off. And he's like, well, that's weird, but, you know, sure there's a natural explanation. And then the other candlestick rises up into the air and then floats toward him very slowly, like, through the air. And that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> And as that's happening, they hear this explosion from the kitchen. And so they run in there, leaving the candlestick, I guess, in the air. They run in the kitchen, and all of the plates, all the dishes, all the glasses, like everything has exploded. All And there's like shards of ceramic and glass all over the place. And so now Reverend Davey says, hey, I think you have a ghost. <laughs> I mean... I, honestly, how have these guys not switched to like plastic plates and stuff like that at this point? I mean, that's you are onto something that you don't even know how onto something you are here because <laughs> this is not the last time every single dish in their kitchen is going to explode. <laughs> so, and this is true. So the reverend tells him, like, I okay, I'm convinced you have a ghost, and I think you should move. <laughs> Make this a problem for the next guy. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Please sell this house. But Joe and Gene, they're not interested in moving. They say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my we're credit's in. terrible. I don't. I, it's not <laughs> going to work. Just, again, I can't. Like, God, what? 
what must your life be like that this is happening to mm-hmm. you and your two, you know, children? You're yeah. like, nah, we're going to stay here. I mean, Maybe. That, that's, yeah, like th- that's honestly the thing that makes me the most skeptical about a lot of these stories is, you know, they say, and then they go to sleep in the house that night. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah, the only thing I think is like, I, you know, obviously some people don't have the means to just move very sure. easily. Sure. Um, aside from that, I think I, people want to believe that things are normal and fine. And I don't know. Sometimes I think like the, the human desire to just be like, to explain things away. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of power in that. I think some people can kind of turn a blind eye to things. It's cognitive dissonance. We're, we've seen some cognitive dissonance in the uh, political realm in the last few years. It's, um, it's a yeah. thing that exists. Yeah. I mean, at, at the same time, though, like, you can you can have some cognitive dissonance and still, like, sleep in the front yard. You know? <laughs> uh, that is true. I that, That's an option. <laughs> or, again, in your sister's house across the street. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Lots so, of options here. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> boy. So, yeah. and they, Oh, and they call the ghost Fred. I already said. <laughs> they, they don't know what to call the ghost. Uh, they did. Oh, they started off calling him Mr. Nobody. Which is uh, okay. That's better, that's, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. that's preferable. But then I and I get I just I'm dying to know. <laughs> they were like, he seems like a Fred. Yeah. <laughs> it just <laughs> kills me. But um, we'll never know. And this is Fred, so they call the ghost Fred. Now, this is so Reverend Davy leaves, and uh, he tells them to move. They say no, thank you. Later that same night, so Diane the the. What is she, 14 now, I think? 14, yeah. yeah. She's going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. She goes into her room, and it's freezing cold. But, of course, she's like, got to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, she, so she goes to bed anyway. Uh, she gets into bed. But <laughs> Poor Diane. Before she falls asleep, all the sheets are pulled from her bed. Mm-hmm. Now we got some, like, bell witch territory happening here. Right, yeah. The whole, like, fucking, yeah. So all the sheets are ripped off her. She's like, fuck, this ghost. <laughs> Um, but then the mattress flips over, like dumping her onto her the floor. It. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this fucking, this book I'm reading is amazing because it gives us detail. And then like almost as a footnote, it's like as an aside, it's like a, you know, the, the last, you know, short sentence in this paragraph is letting us know that uh, according to the family, um, the mattress flipping over and dumping her onto the floor, that happened four times that night. <laughs> <laughs> four times she's trying to go to sleep and this ghost like, flips at the what mattress point, aunt, like sleep on the couch at some point it's just right there your aunt is across the street well, you, like, know. you know go to your parents bed like you know mm-hmm. I, I go <laughs> go anywhere other than yeah. this mattress that keeps flipping itself over um so this keeps happening so this this happens for a while uh like again lights on and off like Mattresses being flipped, you know, blankets being torn off beds, rooms totally ransacked. All this keeps going on for months. Um, there's a lot of things that happen. Here are some highlights, and I had to just pick a few because it just keeps going on. <laughs> it's just insane. <laughs> so here are um, here's a handful of of selection selections from of uh, things that have happened uh, to this family. One night, um, so okay, so. Jean, the mom, her sister Marie has a husband, Vic. We've met mm-hmm. Vic's sister Renee. 
Renee Holden. She comes over for coffee one night, and Jean is making the coffee. Wait, they're what? still having guests over through all this? Oh, yeah. They're still entertaining? They're doing all the wrong things, <laughs> and they will continue to do all the wrong things for eternity. Yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> so she's like, come over and have coffee. They went to they like, so like book club or something, and she's like, afterwards, she's like, come over. Uh, so they're making her coffee, and so Jean's making coffee in the kitchen. Renee is in the living room, just like hanging out, waiting. Mm-hmm. While she's sitting there, all the lights in the house go out. And this is a this is a favorite thing of the ghosts. Like, just mm-hmm. we'll turn the lights out, and weird shit happens. Uh, lights go out, and Renee is hit full on in the face with a couch cushion. <laughs> <laughs> And she doesn't like that. Uh-huh. Right, well. <laughs> right. Again, more like Bell Witch vibes here. Mm-hmm. So, so far, it's all it's all good fun. Um, so Renee doesn't like that. But she has a suggestion. She's like, we should do a seance. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of like doing it properly, which, you know, I don't know if that would be better. Doing it prop- I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, like, what's the proper well, way of doing this versus well, whatever these if guys you come up are. With. If you're from the um, the spiritualist movement in the late 1800s, there is I'm like, uh, if right. you, well, that's a good point. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Were you part of that movement, you would know that there is actually like, there are rules down to the, the idea of like, there's a certain size the table must be in order to have a successful seance. Like, it got fucking crazy. Um, but she's like, let's do a seance. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. So they all, <laughs> they get around and they stand in a circle and they hold hands and they're going to try mm-hmm. to communicate with the ghost because they've had enough. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all together in a circle holding hands. And while they are trying <laughs> to bring the ghost forward, the ghost just starts throwing things at them, <laughs> <laughs> including, I should note, a mattress. <laughs> So they're in like the middle of this room with hands held in a circle, yeah. and they're just getting pelted by cushions, a yeah. mattress, plants, yeah. probably. <laughs> like, yeah. Shit just so, imagine them standing there and hearing like the mattress getting dragged down the stairs. And they're like, "There's no way he's gonna throw the mattress at he's us. Like, he's There's like, no way he's, he's gonna, gonna do that. Do that. He's, he's he not. totally, he's never done that. And he just threw the mattress at us. Okay. <laughs> this ghost has a real obsession with bed things. Mm. Uh, so that's a really good one. Uh, another highlight. Um, oh, at one point, Vic Kelly. So the, mm-hmm. the sister's husband, he got some holy water from a local church, and then he, he was like, "I'm gonna do my own exorcism because they won't do one." <laughs> I was just I love this that montage of, of people that are like, "Never mind." Can I you know how imagine? To I mean, it was to make such a good. And actually, I, it it has been made into several movies, but I don't think any of them are as good as the one we would make. <laughs> Vic gets holy water. He's gonna do his own exorcism. When he does. <laughs> he starts like squ- like throwing water around the house and the ghost in response starts like flooding like literally flooding the house from the living room ceiling just like deluge of water <laughs> from the living room ceiling <laughs> so the ghost is now trolling them mm-hmm. let's see here's a another one one night a brass crucifix jumped off the mantle and it stuck to Diane's back like a magnet and they couldn't get it off yeah yeah, so it starts. It's, it's, this is where it starts yeah. to get a little, a little problematic, mm-hmm. um, and it gets worse in a second. But first, there's more, <laughs> more great <laughs> shit. Uh, one time, there's an aunt Maud. I don't know whose aunt it is, but aunt Maud comes over, um, and she's very devout religious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ghost picked up a pair of of gloves 
and starts like dancing them around the room. And so Maude is freaking out. And so mm-hmm. she starts singing the song Onward Christian Soldiers mm-hmm. in order the to train. combat yeah. the ghost. Yeah. 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 Like this is garlic for you guys. Yeah, right. exactly. This that's is... mm-hmm. that's her kryptonite for sure. <laughs> As she's <laughs> fuck. This is so good. As she's singing Onward Christian Soldiers, the gloves raise up into the air and they start conducting her <laughs> in the song. Uh, it's very good. Um, oh, at one point, a, uh, the, the family's in the living room where the uh, fireplace is and then they heard like this like cacophony of, you know, clinking sounds mm-hmm. and a shower of house keys flooded down the chimney and spilled into the room like this piles and piles of keys who, whose keys i i, I don't like, know all keys. the neighbors keys yeah, just <laughs> just keys man i have no idea and neither do they it was um fun sometimes eggs will disappear from their cartons and they will nah, reappear I mean, mid yeah. elsewhere in the house like midair and then drop <laughs> or they will explode which is a pretty funny trick um gosh what else uh, I don't know. So the ghost is having a blast. <laughs> yeah, clearly, like, clearly. Yeah, just like fucking with everybody. Just having a really good time. But in the spring of 1969, things take a, uh, things take a turn a little bit. This is where things mm-hmm. kind of get um, a little, a little darker. The ghost itself begins to materialize in the house. Mm. Up to this point, it's been That's invisible, but now, right. now it's a, now it's a physical presence. So one mm-hmm. night, Joe and Jean are in bed. Lights are off. You know, lights in the house are off. Uh, their bedroom door is open. And they're they're drifting off to sleep, but they hear a sound in the hallway. And so they look up, and they can see, because there's streetlights outside, mm-hmm. so the hallway is a little, a little lit. They can see the silhouette of a tall, hooded figure uh, standing in their doorway. And they are fucking Ooh. terrified. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, Joe instantly like reaches over, turns on his lamp, lights are on, figure disappears. Not disappears. there. Yeah. Right. Um, so maybe it's a figment of their imagination, they think. Um, but pretty scary. But a few days later, and this is I, this is fat to me, this is fascinating. So a few days later, their neighbor, his name is Mary, um, she was in her kitchen, she's washing dishes. She feel like she like hears someone coming into the room behind her. She thinks it's mm-hmm. her nephew. Uh, so she turns around and she sees a tall man in black robes. Okay. And she's obviously startled by this and she screams. Mm-hmm. As she does, he disappears. So she goes to the to her neighbors and tells them everything because like Everyone else knows that the Pritchard house is haunted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know, they hear the knocking. They heard the stories like the house is fucked up. Yeah. She goes and tells them and they're like, holy shit. We also saw a hooded figure um, in our, you know, in our bedroom the other night. And this is when the ghost is, <laughs> he graduates from Fred to the black monk because he's wearing a black hmm. robe with hoods. Right? Now he's a black monk of, of Ponta Pontefract. Ponte, Pontefract. Pontefract. And no longer Fred. One he's time probably he, sick of the name. He's probably like, Oh my god. He's like, I call me Fred to, one more fucking time. I've got to find a robe because I cannot be Fred anymore. <laughs> I have to be something more ominous than this. 
Absolutely. Um, one time, uh, not long after the children saw it, they're watching TV one evening and they heard this kind of um, sound in the kitchen. And apparently Philip thought it was like one of the neighbor kids. They would like come inside of each other's houses and screw around because it's the 60s, you know. You all right? There, you, uh, what's, hey, what's happening to you? You have a ghost? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you have a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> a huge house fight landed on my face. I think it's a real fly. I think it's like a ghost fly. Did you see it? I did not. Well, then maybe. Mm. I don't know. So, uh, so the, <laughs> yes, so the neighbor, on. so the neighbor kids willingly go into this house. Like it's, it sure sounds like a dare to go into yeah, this oh, house. Oh, you know, 100%. Like, and yeah. wouldn't you, like as a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah Seven, eight years old. I'd be daring, I'd be daring all of my friends to go into that Absolutely. haunted house. Yes. Yeah. So Philip gets off the couch and he goes into the kitchen and uh, he sees a figure in the kitchen, again, black robes, everything. And he sees this man and the, 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 the figure turns to look at Philip, can't see his face because the hood is over his eyes, turns to look at Philip though, and then sinks through the floor and is Whoa. gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Then in May 1969, so this is when the haunting reaches a crescendo um, for poor Diane. So Diane uh, is walking to the kitchen one night, and um, the ghost, again, knock out the lights. It's like his favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. And the house went dark, um, which is not uncommon at this point, right? Like, the family expects like this. It. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> everyone's like, oh, God, fucking ghost again. Mm-hmm. But this time, Diane, they hear Diane screaming. She's screaming. And, like, with all of this haunting shit, she screamed enough that they were like, holy fuck, like, something's happening. Something bad is yeah. happening. Yeah. So it must have been really bad. Um, and so Gene and Philip run into the room, uh, and they stand there, and they see, to their absolute fucking horror, they see Diane being dragged up the stairs by her hair and by her shirt. So it's mm-hmm. as if an invisible thing has like grabbed her shirt and like is holding it mm-hmm. up and her hair is pulling up. Um, and it's dragging her up the stairs and she's screaming and yeah. struggling. Right. But she's being pulled up the stairs just by like kicking herself. Like she's moving up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so that's horrifying. Oh yeah. <laughs> you have daughters. Do you mm-hmm. think that would be cool? or I would be really spooked. I would be really <laughs> spooked if that was happening. Would you just leave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'd probably, you know, yell a whole bunch. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you, like, what do you, what do you, like, you, uh, this is, uh, there's no one to fight, you know, there's no one to, like, I mean, throw things at. I mean, you start, you start throwing some fists around at that point. I guess. I don't, I don't, care, what I'm, I don't care what I'm punching. Yeah, but I think you're punching nothing. Like, what do you, like, what, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so they didn't know what to do either. <laughs> so, um, so they run up the stairs and they grab her mm-hmm. and they wrench her away from from you know this force that's dragging her up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And they're successful. Um, the ghost released her and all three of them fall back down the stairs. So there's like this. Yeah, they're running. You know, they're pulling. And the ghost is pulling mm-hmm. and they're pulling. Mm-hmm. And the ghost is like, huh, and they go, let's, let's go. go. And then they all, which is pretty yeah. hilarious. Yeah, but they all fall down the stairs and then they found Diane had these really 
um, really bright red welts or uh, finger marks around her neck, Ooh. where the ghost had, as she said later, and is yep. you know obviously by the by the marks, had mm. lifted her up by her neck um, to drag her to the stairs, and then mm. like, pulled her up the stairs by her hair and her shirt, and her mm. shirt was all stretched out and stuff, and yeah, um, pretty pretty undeniable. Um, so that was. So that that's as bad. That's that's kind of the last big thing. Which, mm-hmm. on the one hand, it's horrifying, right? Mm-hmm. Like terrible, especially yeah. for Diane. On the other hand, I kind of feel like if this is the you know everyone's like this is the most violent ghost we've ever had evidence mm-hmm. of. If that's true, it does. It, it's not good, but it does make me feel better about the possibility of someday being haunted because. If everyone's like, like ah, you might drag a person up the stairs. I'm like, ah, all right. Yeah. Just like <laughs> in that one haunting that was the worst thing a ghost has ever done. And you're like, oh, so ghosts can't like really. Oh, so we're not going to die. Oh, so we're not going to be murdered here. You're yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah I'm just no, going to be sweeping up, up the stairs. Lo- yeah. I'm just yeah. going to be sweeping up a lot of porcelain. That's, that's all this is. <laughs> you, right. It's yeah. so funny. So I, I left out a lot of this stuff, but like, it, it, it seems like every like month or so, all of the dishes they had were shattered. <laughs> they must have gone through so many like sets of dishes. It's so annoying. Going, just keep going to the Salvation Army. Like here for more dishes. Yeah, I'm here for yeah, more dishes. dishes. I don't know. Ghost. Yeah, it's a ghost. Um. <laughs> so. So. Uh. But still, it's not good. You know, obviously, Diane and mm-hmm. as a you know 14 year old in particular, like she. Yeah. I've read a couple things about her since then. Like as she's gotten older, and she, she. Um, is really she this has left a lasting mark oh, on her yeah on I her, can imagine yeah um there so later down the road there's a, a man who decided to make a, a movie of this his name yeah, you have you pat holden mm-hmm. was like i'm gonna make a movie he wrote and directed a movie about it um excuse me it's called uh the movie's called where when the lights went out um so you could check it out i guess if you want to Mm-hmm. but to do research, he like went to the house and he brought Diane with him. And she was like, I, I can't, I can't walk into the house. Like she was so, I, she, yeah. she, ref- she could not go into the house, you know? So mm-hmm. she's, it, it, she's, it's not great. It, and, and, and I'm, sh- I'm sure the people that own the house are standing there in the kitchen. Like why? <laughs> <laughs> Is there something we should know? Or yeah. <laughs> we didn't see anything weird on Redfin. I don't know. Is this okay? <laughs> So, um, so anyway, so this happens. Diane's dragged around up the stairs, uh, and the family is there at their their wits' end. They spoke to someone. I couldn't figure out who, but the someone advised them to hang garlic bulbs around the house. And they're like, "Fuck, we'll try anything." I mm. <laughs> like okay. So they do, and from that point on, the haunting stops. Garlic. That was it. The so, whole time. Could be a vampire ghost. <laughs> no one has posited that theory yet, but it seems pretty huh. obvious that it could be a vampire ghost. Yeah, yeah. And they, the Pritchards, were not disturbed again. Huh. Wild. Yeah. Now, since that time, they have sold the house. In the last, you know, thirty years, they've sold the house. Mm. Um, as I mentioned, Diane is um, pretty. You know, uh, she's got some issues stemming from all this. Um, but it seems like the ghost may still be in the house, even though he left the Pritchards alone after that. There's been a lot of kind of like, uh, light supernatural activity, I would say at the house that people claim mm-hmm. to have seen, you know, things moving around still. And, mm-hmm. and actually the current owner of the house rents it out as an Airbnb, <laughs> 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 but, but like makes it very clear this is haunted and you know, you can yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're, 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 they, they claim there's a lot of uh, stuff here. But one, so one person who um, has some pretty convincing evidence is in 2016, uh, just a few years ago, Pete Bolton of Ghost Inspectors Paranormal Group, he and his, uh, his paranormal group visited the house to do some investigations. And while they were investigating, Pete took a picture that I would like to send to you right now. Remember when uh, the ghost dragged poor Diane up the stairs? Yes. Here's a picture of the stairwell. There you go. And a mirror showing the stairwell. Oh. And in this picture, you can see a pretty convincing person reflection. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could, I could see it. You, you definitely have the, the head shape, the eyes. Yeah. The, you know, the, 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 the dark hood thing. Yeah, yeah. Dark hood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was no one else in the house. Uh, no one up there. Right. There was, you know, the rest of the team was behind him. So this was, mm-hmm. uh, this was taken uh, in the reflection. So it, you know, their, uh, their case here, which is pretty convincing, I think is, uh, there was, a hooded figure on the stairs there. Hmm. Interesting. And that's it. Anyway, if you want to go there and experience it for yourself, you can go and stay in the Airbnb at 30 East Drive in Pontefract. Pontefract. No, that's not it, is it? Yeah, Pontefract. Pontefract. It doesn't, it it never sounds right. It is right, but it never sounds right. You can stay there in, uh, in West Yorkshire. And you could see if uh, if you can find this ghost yourself. Well, there you have it. Mm, again, I mean, every every time there's like like a photo of the ghost, it's always well. Here's the ghost shot through an old mirror with a disposable camera. You think and an well, old mirror is worse at reflecting things than a new mirror? I think an, an old mirror has like stains and crap on. Like you've you've seen mirrors like in your in your grandma's house that are. Hundred years old, and they all have like nasty cigarettes. My grandma, I don't know, 100, 120. I don't know, I'm not really sure, but yeah, and that's that's always kind of be the the way it ends up. It's never like, hey, here's the ghost, um, you know, filling out some paperwork at a desk. It's it's always (laughs) what paperwork do you think a ghost would be filling out at a desk? I've seen, I've seen Beetlejuice, it's it's mostly paperwork, (laughs) I understand. That's fair, that's fair. All right. Uh, well, I, ask, I haven't asked you this in a while, but um, now that we're you know more than a dozen episodes in, uh, mm. is any of this moving the needle for you at all? Um, boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna say not 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 much, not a whole lot. I mean, the needle is 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 quivering. Let's say mm-hmm. okay. Um, but I wouldn't say it's moving just yet. Even knowing that poor Diane was dragged up the stairs backwards, mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't move your heart and soul and mind. I mean, my heart and my soul; th- th- those are moving around, obviously. But the needle isn't. No, but no, the mind, mine, not so much. The needle is. Okay, well, I guess we'll try again next week. All right.